Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Better by 50. I am your host, Mike, and I want to thank you all again for joining me this week. Uh, We're going to start off with a very powerful word in the fitness, weight loss, uh, dieting community, whatever you want to call it, your your healthy living. Um, But um, and that word is accountability. Uh, But first, I want to kind of just look at the Merriam-Webster's definition of accountability. Um, It states the quality or state of being accountable especially an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's own actions. For many of us on this journey um, of trying to get healthy, whether it's lose 400 pounds or just live a a healthier life for our overall quality of life, um, or in my situation, setting a goal to be healthier and better by the time I turn 50. Um, accountability is a very big piece of that puzzle and and being successful. And here are a few things that I hold of high importance in maintaining my own personal accountability. Um, Number one is answering my morning alarm. It's very important to me that I get out of bed as soon as my alarm goes off. I don't hit snooze. I don't roll over and ignore it. I get out of bed, I start my morning routine, um, which brings me to the number two thing on my list, and that is preparing for and completing my morning workouts. It's very important to me that whether it's going to the gym and weight training or weight training at home during quarantine or completing my daily yoga with um, through the DDP yoga program, it's very important um, piece of the puzzle in my personal accountability is completing my morning workouts. I feel as if I don't, um, if I don't complete my morning workout, I feel like the day is going to be kind of a failure. Um, the third thing I find is very important is tracking my daily food consumption, making sure that I'm tracking everything that I am putting on a plate or picking up from a tray that goes into my body is tracked on uh, my preferred app is the my fitness pal app um, i know there are a number of them out there this is just the one that i prefer to use so again that's the the third thing on my list number four and this is probably the scariest one of all of them uh, for me and for many people who are going through a weight loss journey or a um, you know a health uh, journey and that is uh, weekly dates with what, what most of us call the dreaded scale. I find that it's very important that um, every Saturday, uh, first thing I do when my alarm goes off is I get up, I put on the same clothes uh, that I weigh in every week, and I go into my bathroom and I drag the scale out of the closet and I step on that scale. Um, and Regardless if, if, if it's I've gained weight or I've lost weight, it's a very big part of keeping me accountable for my actions and for um, moving forward towards my goals. It gives me a new mindset every Saturday um, and, and allows me to adjust for things that I'm going to need to do in the upcoming week. Um, And then finally, believe it or not, this podcast is going to be a big piece and already is a big piece of my own personal accountability. Coming here and telling you 
um, how I did throughout the week, my successes, whether it be on the scale or non-scale victories, and even non-scale failures. Um, I want to be open and honest with everybody here um, that's listening and you know, I don't want to hold anything back. As I've said on a couple of episodes previously, I, I want to be very transparent. I want you to be able to um, get to know me through these podcasts um, and even through social media. You know, I, I am on Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram, and all three of those links will be in the bio at the end of the show. Um, so those are, are the things that I find are uh, of the most importance in my journey of being accountable for myself. Those items may vary from person to person. You may have the same exact ones uh, that I have. I mean, it really is a personalized item that we can reflect on on a daily, weekly, monthly, and and, uh, yearly basis. So uh, being accountable for our own actions and what we do to uh, meet, uh, reach, and exceed our goals um, is very important. So I definitely would tell you, um, regardless of what your end goal is on any type of journey, whether it's a fitness journey, an education journey, uh, employment journey, um, always make uh, goals that hold you accountable for your actions and and slowly moving you forward to reaching that goal. Um, that I believe is, is probably one of the most paramount and key pieces of any goal setting activity that you can do in your life, whether it, like I said, whether it's weight related, um, fitness related, uh, food related, um, just sit down, write out what you find important and what you will need to do to maintain accountability in order to reach those goals. So we're at the point where now we're going to kind of talk about week two. Week two was a different type of week for me. Um, I only worked out three days this week and that's my own fault. Um, I I didn't feel comfortable doing the weights at home. I didn't walk every day like I did in week one. Uh, This week, I literally did three sessions of DDP yoga, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I didn't do anything else other than that. Um, And, you know, uh, there's no one to blame but myself. I could have gotten up the two other days. I mean, I still got up. I just didn't work out on those days. Um, So the workouts were easier. Um, and this week I'm stepping up to level two, um, in the, uh, standalone DDP yoga class, which I'm still finding is being, has been very helpful for me when it comes to my joint pain. Um, I I still don't have nearly the pain that I had in my knees. My back is starting to feel better. Um, my ankles, I've noticed, believe it or not this week that even just doing three days of exercise and working uh, and, and eating healthy, um, I noticed that swelling that I was having in my ankles and feet throughout the day, um, have, 
um, receded. You know, I'm not seeing, uh, I'm not seeing the swelling that I was seeing and that's relief. So, um, you know, with the pain in the back and knees, really, um, seeing some relief and now the, the swelling in my, uh, feet and ankles kind of, uh, going away, uh, this week, it was just another, you know, non-scale victory or positive from the week, uh, just proving that even if you get up and move, if it's for 30 minutes a day for three days a week, um, there are benefits to that as well as eating healthy. I have cut a lot of salt out. I haven't drunk, I haven't had any soda, uh, really the only caffeine intake that I've had for the previous, uh, the last two weeks roughly is one cup of coffee. I used to drink two extra large, uh, coffees from Dunkin' Donuts. And now I'm drinking just one extra large, uh, black, uh, French vanilla. Um, so, um, I, I think that that's helping also is that, you know, I've cut out certain items like diet soda, salt, um, you know, I am using some seasonings, but I'm trying to keep them very minimal with the amount that I'm using. So uh, the sodium level stays down. On to the diet. The diet, again, this week I maintained very well throughout the week. Um, I, again, the goal was 1,500 calories per day. Um, on average, I found that last week that that was um, keeping me um, satisfied I wasn't looking to snack. I wasn't looking to go back for seconds um, uh, at dinner time. I wasn't finding that I needed anything sweet. Um, uh, you know, uh, same things I kind of did last week or I mentioned last week was, you know, I, I'd have, you know, some uh, an egg with some uh, additional egg whites and cottage cheese and guacamole. With, this week, I added a little bit of salsa on it for a kick, um, and that held me over till it was lunchtime. And again, lunch this week was salads with either grilled chicken or egg on top for a little bit of protein. And they were very healthy salads. I mean, they were, you know, I was two cups of lettuce. I was putting carrots, radishes, uh, onions, peppers. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not a celery. I mean, and, and then, you know, balsamic vinaigrette dressing. So it's nothing fancy, but it's something that fills me up. It keeps me, um, full and satisfied throughout the day till dinner time. And then, you know, I was having a normal size dinner, um, staying away from the, the starches, like I said previously. I did have white rice this week, but I kept it to about a half cup cooked white rice. So um, the, the starch and the carbs stayed low uh, for, for the week. Um, mostly vegetables and proteins is what I was putting on my plate in the evening. Um, and then I'd have my, you know, 8.30 in the evening snack, just something to tied over my stomach, um, so that I didn't need that snack or feel that I needed to get up and get a snack in the middle of the night, which has always been a demon of mine. Um, I would wake up at, I don't know, we'll say midnight or 11 o'clock and I'd be like, I'm hungry. I got to go down to the, the kitchen and, and grab something. And at that time, you're not really looking at the most healthy items and, you know, you're looking at chips or crackers or, you know, 
leftovers from dinner or um, you know, lunch meat that's just in the fridge and you just, oh, it's just easy to grab three or four slices of this, uh, this processed, you know, meat, um, which is not healthy. We know that that's typically high in sodium. So I kind of stayed away from and stared away from, um, leaving myself open for the potential of snacking in the middle of the night. And again, that goes back, I think, to the accountability, making sure that I, am eating enough throughout the day, which helps me maintain a uh, satisfied um, level um, of um, not being hungry um, over the long term or a few hours. And and again, still this week I was getting my eight hours of sleep, so that was consistent, uh, which next week's topic is going to be about consistency. So we're going to talk a little bit about that next week. Um, but just to go back, you know, I had the goal of 1,500 calories per day. I did average 1,643, um, and I will kind of explain. One of those is in uh, uh, due to, you know, going out to dinner uh, on Saturday evening um, to... Um, celebrate my four-year wedding anniversary. So, and with that, you know, I had, I had a healthy meal. I had broiled scallops, but they were in butter and they were in, you know, a wine um, sauce with a little bit of like Ritz cracker type crust on the top. So um, those were a little bit high in the, the butter intake. So it kind of skewed that one day. Um, and, and I held it to one drink. I had a, a vodka tonic and then I had water and I let my wife enjoy herself and, and have a, have a nice celebration. We sat by the fire. You probably saw some of the pictures that I posted on Instagram of the view that we had. Um, so, um, but that kind of goes to the self care. So again, uh, you know, 1500 calories per day. I averaged 1643 for the week. Um, and, you know, again, skewed by that one day. Um, and the macros, I mean, the macros this week were, you know, they were not too bad. I mean, uh, my goal, again, this is carbs, fat, protein. My carb goal was 20%. I averaged 20% for the week, so I was spot on with that, uh, making sure to kind of keep the carbs down. Um, fat, my goal is 35%. I did average 49%. So I was plus 14% on the fat side, which, um, you know, for the keto folks out there, I guess that's a good, you know, higher fat diet, uh, lower carbs. I know 20 is a little bit much for carbs, uh, for people who do the keto diet. Um, and then my goal for protein is 45%. And for the week, I averaged 31%. So that's exactly 14% below my goal. So I think I have to kind of find a, a balance there to equal out or change the values of my fat and protein intake so that we, or so that I, I should say, um, have those more closer to the um, guidelines that I'm setting for myself and where I want to be with, um, with the macros. Um, so positives that came out of this week, um, and, uh, you know, basically this week, uh, the positives I took away is I was consistent all week. I got up, I had my eight hours of sleep. I got up at six o'clock. I made sure I worked out. Um, 
only three times this week, but I still worked out and I kept my schedule. If my alarm went off, I was out of bed and maintaining, um, my daily, um, food intake was, was very positive this week. It was, you know, making sure that I logged my food, making sure that I closed out my diary. I'm beginning to create a small, um, network of friends who are starting to lose weight and um, are on this health, fitness, weight loss journey. So um, it's good to see what they're doing and they've been very supportive in what I'm doing. So um, I'm glad that that's happening on the MyFitnessPal app, as well as the support I'm getting from the folks on Instagram. Um, I think um, the third um, item on my third positive or, or non-scale victory this week would be that I learned um, to take care of myself. I learned, you know, that in every journey, um, it is important to focus on your goals and to focus on what the end result is or what the end result in your mind is going to be. But it's also very important to take time for yourself. Um, and doing so, um, you alleviate any stresses that you may have in regards to the potential for failure, um, while you're on this journey. For me, my self-care and stress reliefs this week were Saturday afternoon. I went and I did... I, I got a tattoo finished. Um, it was scheduled to take place uh, prior to quarantine, um, and then it was rescheduled, and I was able to get it completed uh, this week. And I did post pictures of that on Instagram as well. And and for me, um, needles have never been a ba- uh, have never been a fear or uncomfortable, and so the act of getting a tattoo I find is very relaxing and therapeutic and when you put thought into what you want um, in your design um, and, and it's being brought to life so to speak as it's being drawn and colored in on your arm it brings that sense of relaxation um, I actually went back uh, today uh, afterwards um, and I looked at my heart rate during the entire time I was on that table for three hours while he completed my tattoo and my heart rate stayed at an average of 65 beats per minute during the tattoo. Um, you would think with the stress of your skin being poked, dragging the needles across it, poking, whatever it, it, it the feeling, if you, if you had a tattoo, you know what it feels like. But for me, that was therapeutic. It allowed me to kind of take my mind off of the things that could be um, bothering me or going to hinder me from maintaining um, a positive direction when it comes to my goals. Secondly, um, as I said just a few minutes ago, I went out when my wife and I had a great meal celebrating our wedding anniversary. Um, we got to sit by a little fire pit out in a little courtyard that the restaurant has after we finished our meals. Um, and then we sat there and we just enjoyed the view of a typical New England town with boats in the water, 
uh, sun off in the distance, um, and the breeze coming in off of the ocean. It was absolutely beautiful. And um, that, to me, gave me time to reflect on how lucky I am. Uh, I live in a beautiful area of the country. I live in a beautiful town. Um, I have a drive 40 minutes to the beach, and I can drive 40 minutes, and I'm in the White Mountains. So I am very lucky to live in an area where I can basically choose if I want to uh, be a mountain man or a beach goer. So um, I'm very lucky in that sense. And those are the two things kind of on the self-care level that I did this week to kind of help with the building, not really frustration, but the building anxiety of um, what to come with the next week. And so my non-scale victories were very positive and uplifting. And I did notice that the mental roadblocks that I talked about last week as a negative, they didn't seem to be there as much this week. They, they were something that, you know, kind of dissipated and, and went away as, as week two in my journey kind of started. And I think that that was, um, a lot that has a lot to do with the consistency and the accountability that I've kind of put at the forefront of my journey here. So, um, I'm very happy with the results from week four of the podcast and week two of really my weight loss journey from when I, I took my first step on the scale and, and, and started the exercising and tracking of my food was, uh, two weeks ago yesterday, actually. Um, and now to the negatives. The only negative I find this week is that I'm still finding it tough to, balance out the types of foods that I'm eating? Um, is it that I just have a, a, you know, a taste for, um, stuff that's a little bit higher in fat and, and how do I move away from that? Um, is it, um, that I just feel like, okay, maybe I need to eat six ounces of chicken versus three ounces to feel full. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with what I'm feeling and there's probably nothing wrong with what I'm doing in the amount that I'm consuming because I'm staying reasonably close to my calorie goal, well under the 2000 calorie recommended daily value, um, that they put on, um, you know, I think it's the USDA puts on it, um, uh, what you should consume on a daily basis. Um, but I'm finding it difficult right now to do the calories in versus calories out. Um, I'm certainly not burning as many calories as I probably should be. Um, and that's all going to change because yay, uh, you know, the state I live in, the gyms are opening this week. So I'll be able to work, um, you know, actual weight training with more than 40 pounds worth of weight into my regimen. Um, and um, that's more than likely going to help. I mean, I'm definitely going to start ex, um, start um, expending more calories 
um, that I take in, which is going to show on the scale. Um, but I got to make sure that for me, that I don't let it get to me mentally, that if I have a rough day at the gym or if I have a rough day at work or if I have a rough day just around the house, whatever it may be, that I don't allow that to discourage me and I have one of those binge eating days. Um, to this point, I really haven't had um, a day where I have felt like I needed to overeat to fulfill any anger, depression, anxiety. Um, I've done a pretty decent job of maintaining my stability and accountability uh, through the first two weeks. And I know that it's going to get easier as we move, as I move forward and as we move forward as a, as a, um, community. Um, everybody has their struggles, but that's why we're all here. We're all here to, um, help each other out. We're not here to, uh, put anybody down or, you know, um, look down on somebody because maybe they had a rough day. You know, we're here, uh, we need to be uplifting people who are finding a period in their journey that are struggling. Um, and um, I strongly suggest that if you follow anybody or you know of anybody who's on this journey and they are feeling defeated, they are feeling just not motivated, make reach out to them. You may not know them. They may not know you that well, but I bet you that that little hand uh, reaching out to them, whether it's, you know, through a DM or a positive message on a post that they put out there is going to uplift them. It's going to help them. Um, and um, y you don't know what is going to help someone um, flip that switch to get back on track. So don't ever hesitate or don't... Um, don't stay silent. You know, if you see somebody struggling, let them know that you're there to support them. Um, and, you know, uh, again, I, I want to end this episode with the, with one topic, but I want to, um, what we've all been waiting for, blah, 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 drum roll, um, current weight. Um, I am at 342.8. If you recall from episode one or episode three, um, I stated that my starting weight was 350.5 pounds. So this week I am down a total of 4.8 pounds with an overall loss in the first two weeks of 7.7. So for me, that's tremendous. I'm very pleased with the first two weeks. Um, and I look forward to next week. Next week is going to be a pivotal week because I'm going to be introducing weightlifting back in. And as I said last week, there's this big misconception that when you are trying to lose weight, you should not do weight. You should not train weights. That is not accurate. You should be training weights. Again, I'm not a professional. I just know from my personal past when I worked out with weights, I felt better, I lost weight, and I started 
firming up. You know, I started seeing that little bit of flab under my arms go away or that flab in my chest start firming up and go away. And in my gut, I saw it start to reduce. So it's very important that along with any cardiovascular activity you do, that's obviously very helpful and very needed for your cardiovascular system. Um, but weight training is also very important and training weights is going to make you, um, it's going to help you burn calories more throughout the day, believe it or not, because it allows for your, your, um, body, your body's going to be recovering. So it's burning calories. And secondly, it's also allowing your muscles to breathe by extending and tearing those muscle fibers, believe it or not, your muscles breathe. And with your muscles breathing, it allows you to, um, burn more calories. Um, and then I'm just going to end on this note and that's the definition of self-care. Very simple. Care for oneself. Make it a point to set time aside, whether it's you take a quiet walk by yourself or you huddle in the corner of a, uh, of your couch or in a chair at your home and you read two or three uh, chapters of a novel or you, you know, sit down on a Sunday afternoon and you binge watch four episodes of your favorite TV show, or you sit in your backyard and you just listen to the surroundings, or could be a pedicure, a manicure, whatever it is, please remember that it is so important to take that time out to kind of recharge and reset your batteries and the best way to do that is through self-care um, and doing something for yourself that makes you happy. And for that small period of time that you're taking care of yourself, you're stepping away from your journey. Not for good, just for that one or two hours that this um, event or, you know, self-care um activity um, pulls you away. But remember, it's very important to go back and reset and stay accountable. So uh, I want to thank you again uh, for listening to Better by 50. I am your host, Mike, and please remain accountable, take care of yourself, and as always, have a great week.